that's on the other end of the line uh, and any questions and comments that come in. So please feel free anytime during this episode. Just, I really love to hear from you. Uh, what are you feeling? What are your comments? What do you like? Uh, responding to the questions, that would be really great. So the topic today is gratitude and what are you grateful for in these interesting times? So uh, before we get into the topic, I'd just like to make a few little announcements. As you know, I have been doing this uh, Monday to Friday, and I've made a major decision today uh, just to do Monday, Wednesday, and do the big live on Friday. Uh, a lot of you are getting videos, you're exhausted. So I thought I wouldn't bombard you, but as of next week, if you miss any of these videos and you just need a shot in the arm, or need to be reminded of something that you do already know, just please go to YouTube, Natasha Rosewood uh, on YouTube. And they're all there, so you can choose the one that you want to watch. Um, I also plan to do readings on YouTube. I want to kind of start experimenting with group readings online. And so people who can't afford the big private readings on the phone or online could maybe be part of a psychic party, shall we call it, online. Um, I'd love to hear your comments about that. Maybe you have one to two questions and it'd be like a 10 minute reading in a group of 10. If you don't mind sharing that space, um, you can have a much less expensive reading and still get your answers. So I'll make an announcement when that's coming up. And I, as the reason I'm reducing the videos is A, because I think you're getting enough information. Uh, you can always call me if you, you want private reading. But also, I really want to uh, launch my new energy dynamics program for teens and young adults. While I've got this opportunity to hunker down, I can focus on that. Also finish my fifth book, which is full of very funny stories of my flying days. So I want to be able to share those with you very soon. Okay, um, my books uh, are... My two published books are, ah, I think I'm psychic and you can be too. You can see it on the screen right now. These are all available on Amazon Kindle. So this first one is um, really my journey, funny and sad stories about uh, my life. And then using each story as an example of how we can develop our intuition. And right now, of course, this is very important because we need to be discerning. The second book is called, ah, I Thought You Were Dead. And although it's a gruesome title, perhaps, it's uh, 20 stories from my personal and professional life, more about past lives, cellular memory, dogs, animal spirits, um, past life regressions, and the spirit world, what happens after we die stories. So again, teachings about that as well. People love my writing. They say I've got a great style. And they say they laugh and they cry all the way through it. And they can't put them down, so they must be good. And then the third book is Mostly True Ghostly Stories. And these 10 stories are based on actual events that happened to myself or other people. And uh, most people say it's a fun read. And teenagers love ghost stories. So if you've got some teens in the house, you could uh, sign them up for that. And also on YouTube, I can't be reading from these books. So if you like being read to, bedtime story, you'll have those as well. So the title for today is Gratitude and What Are You Grateful For? 
Um, we've got a nice little video that I just received today. So, Michael, I'm going to ask you just to play that now so we can all listen to that. Thank you for shaking us and showing us we are dependent on something much bigger than we think. Thank you for making us appreciate the luxury we lived in, abundance of products, freedom, health, and realizing we were taking it for granted. Thank you for stopping us to make us see how lost we were in the business not having time for the most basic things. Thank you for allowing us to put aside all our problems we thought were so important and showing us what is actually important. Thank you for stopping the transfer. The Earth was begging us to look at the pollution for a very long time. We didn't listen. Thank you for all the fear. It has been a global disease for years, but not many of us wanted to face it. And now we have to face it and learn how to embrace it with love and with the support of our community. Thank you for this re-evaluation of our lives. Thank you as we finally understand what it means that we are all connected. For the unity between all of us, we knew the world has to change. Thank you for helping us to undermine everything and giving us a chance to build the world from the very beginning. This virus is part of us, it's between us, in us. It connected us all, either physically or energetically. Gratitude supports the immune system but also lets us see things from many perspectives. And it's up to us which perspective who will choose. But the best is to be aware of all of them. Thank you, Michael. Wow. That video seems so appropriate for today's topic. And she voiced everything I've been thinking and things I'm grateful for. And I know, we're, of course, we're aware of those people that are in hospital suffering, dying, probably terrified, a lot of people around the world. But uh, there's two sides to every situation. There's always the positive and negative. And we'll talk about that. Hi, Pauline. Thanks for, sh for joining us. I see you with us. And Peter. I hope more and more people are coming on. Uh, Susan, thank you for joining. Please let me know what you're grateful for in the comments there. And uh, Michael will read them out as they come through. Um, so talking about being grateful for the big and the little things, what are you grateful for? So for me, just to, uh, I was just saying to Michael before the show, sometimes I don't know what I'm grateful for until somebody kind of mentions it and I go, Oh, yeah, I was kind of taking that one for granted. Uh, what I've noticed is I'm so grateful for my time off. Um, I've not really got time off, but it feels like I have time off because it's not the same stress and pressure. 
you know, people are calling, people are sending me videos, I'm doing the Facebook lives, and I'm going, yeah, I want to get back to writing. So, but I'm grateful that this pressure on the outside has somehow stopped. So it gives me a different energy inside, which I'm very, very much enjoying. Um, you could be grateful that you don't have children at home, uh, because I know some mothers are being run ragged, much as they love their children. Um, that's got to be very challenging. Maybe you're grateful that um, you wanted to go and book a flight and your passport was out of date and that stopped you from going anywhere. Now you're not stuck somewhere else. The universe is taking care of you in some way. Um, I'm grateful for my computer and I'm before I had always complained about technology. I'll never do that again. I'm saying I love my computer. We're a team and I'm going to master Facebook during this time with the help of Michael and Vanessa and others. Um, I'm grateful for Netflix. I'm grateful we don't have a garden, but we have a balcony. I'm going to plant some vegetables. Everybody grow your own vegetables because I think this is the new wave that's coming in. And I want to emphasize not that we're going to be short of food, but because it's the new way so that we don't have to put all our stuff in plastic bags. We can take it right from our gardens. It's organic and it's fresh. And I don't know if you've eaten a lot of organic vegetables right out of the garden, but they taste so wonderful. I went and saw our friend Sarah Bradshaw today, Natasha. Oh, yes. She hooked me up with like 30 packs of seeds. Oh, did she? Oh, how lovely. Well, did I still got to give her a call. Yeah, you um, got to get her. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Michael. No, that's it. Go ahead, Natasha. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you might be grateful for your neighbor, that you have a neighbor that's coming, offering to get groceries for you or just checking in on you, that you're not alone. Um, your children, your family, your spouse, I'm very grateful for my spouse, and maybe that you can still breathe. And I always remember I had a very dear friend who was a screenwriter, and he was 60, he had full-blown COPD. And he asked me how I was, and I started complaining about something, or I don't know what it was. And he said, he stopped me dead in my tracks. He said, well, at least you can breathe. And every breath for him was a struggle. And I went, oh, I'll never complain again about anything, because I'm sure if you're well and healthy, you're breathing easily, as so many people aren't at this time. Um, maybe you're grateful that you're young, but don't let that be a false uh, you know, lulling yourself into, oh, I'm okay. Um, just take care of yourself as well. And if it's not about you, it's about your parents or your friends or your children. Please self-isolate. It's at that place now where we really need to um, continue to flatten the, the curve. Maybe you're grateful that you're old and healthy still. I know I am. And the food in your belly, uh, clean running water, electricity, and Wi-Fi. And we're still very much connected. So I thank the universe daily for our means to connect with each other, even though we have to be with ourselves in our own homes. Um, like the movie said, I am grateful for the virus and what it's showing us about our humanity, that we have this beautiful heart. We're very empathic as a race. Um, I've heard other people talk about, and this is a kind of off base a bit, about the greys, if they've had experience with the greys from another planet and how they don't express empathy. So humanity is very wonderful in that way. And we're also ingenious. So I'm very grateful for our creativity that the, the car companies are creating ventilators and people are leaping in with 
hockey masks and things to really take care of our doctors and nurses. Um, and I'm grateful, and I'm sure you are, that you're able to see this bigger picture emerging. Maybe everybody's able to see it, but there's a lot of good coming out of the bad. There's a lot of good coming out of the bad, and to be excited for the outcome, because like I say, this will be months, not years, and the sooner we uh, pull back and we follow all the rules and we wear the gloves and we sanitize the gloves, Melody told me, sanitize the gloves, which I'm, we're doing, but I wanted to point that out yesterday. Um, something about the masks, you've got to make sure that you've got the right masks, and a lot of doctors say they don't work. But, you know, just keep your distance. If you have to go out, if you don't have to go out, stay away. Stay away from everybody at this point because that's when we can flatten the curves. Hi, Gary. How are you doing? Um, so, and I'm so grateful for the heroism of the doctors and nurses and all, all the people that are out there on the front line whoever you are, when you're coming into contact, the police, paramedics, grocery store workers, person at the post office, the pharmacist, everybody that is still showing up to work and doing their bit. So I'm putting white light all around you guys and keeping you safe um, so that we can continue. So why is gratitude so important? So gratitude, I, I, I know you know what it means. It means saying thank you and being grateful. But did you know that gratitude is actually a frequency? So in our emotions, we're coming from a place of love, which is all the good emotions, or we're coming from a place of fear, which is all the negative emotions. The fear are the lower frequencies, the love are the higher frequencies. So it makes sense then that we can't be in both love and fear at the same time. So if you are in gratitude, which is a form of love and acceptance, appreciation, acknowledgement, all that great stuff, you cannot be in a lower frequency of fear. So A, you're going to be very much more comfortable in gratitude. It's going to make you feel good. It's going to make you feel abundant. Because if you look around at what you do have, instead of saying what you don't have, uh, you have a roof over your head, you have running water, you live in a country where the government is going to take care of its people as much as they can. Uh, we have so much in this country and in this world right now. Uh, and I know not everybody is doing as well, and some people are doing a lot better on, than I am, and some people aren't doing as well as I am. There's a lot of people. But if you start to focus on gratitude, what you focus on expands. And so if you're focusing on the good, you're going to get more good. If you continue or you start to focus on fear and, oh, my God, I can't go out and I can't be with my friends and I can't play hockey or baseball or whatever it is, you're going to get more of what you don't want. So gratitude is a frequency. Stay in that frequency all the time. I just keep saying thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, so gratitude is saying something. Uh, saying thank you for something that already is. And so when you notice that you say, I'm so grateful that I'm still healthy, for example, you're in a state of faith. Hi, Lynn. Uh, she says, I'm grateful for the fresh air and birds chirping. Thank you for that, because I'm sitting in my office and I can hear the birds chirping right outside. And that makes me feel very happy. It reminds me of my childhood, actually, in a very happy moment. So the birds are singing again. The swans are swimming in Venice and the dolphins are out. So we're all grateful for that. So when you're in gratitude, you're in a place of saying, 
it is. It is. So um, I'm grateful for my toilet paper, for example. So when I want to manifest something that maybe I don't have in the moment that's not uh, dense, dense matter. So for example, I'm working on this team project and I've been talking to some people before we all got isolated about some funding so I can develop a proposal and a, a, an online course for teenagers and young, yeah, young adults to teach them about energy, their energy dynamics and how they can empower themselves and how they have choice over how to create the reality and to choose the reality that they want to choose. I feel this should be taught from kindergarten up. And actually, I have a friend who does teach mindfulness to kindergarten kids. So we're talking also about building a program that can go all the way through. So say I'm looking for $50,000 while I do this. So what I do is I say every morning, oh, thank you, universe. Thanks for the 50000 I can get on with it now and we can make this happen. So I get into excitement. I get into gratitude. I get into living as if. So I sit down at my computer and I start writing my proposal and then just setting intention and doing the actions that show my commitment to having the thing that I want and being in gratitude for already being there helps it manifest. So it starts as a seed of a thought in the universe. And then the more attention I get, it's like watering a seed. It starts to grow and blossom. And then eventually when it reaches critical mass, it appears in my life. And I have manifested cars, relationships, houses, money, clothes, uh, job offers, flights, you name it. I've manifested all kinds of things, just being in gratitude for what I want to create. So begin that today. So at the end of this, we're going to do a, a meditation on gratitude. And I'm sure we all want to manifest uh, instant healing for the planet, if that's what's meant to be for the highest good of all concerned. So think about that vision for yourself, what it looks like when we've together we've created this beautiful vision of healing and we can all carry on with our lives again, hopefully with a new attitude. Hi, Deb. Um, she says, I'm so grateful for this amazing opportunity the universe is giving us to develop new ideas and love more. Absolutely. It's, um, I mean, if it wasn't for people being sick, I'd be dancing. I really would be dancing. And sometimes I do. And it's my, it's my exercise. So gratitude allows you to see how much abundance there is in the world. You start noticing, wow, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm a, a lot to cook and we eat a lot of vegetables anyway, but I'm starting to notice how green the broccoli is and how red the peppers are. I'm starting to notice color a lot more which tells me that I'm either the vegetables or I am in a high frequency because everything gets much brighter and more vibrant because it's increasing in frequency. So when we come out of the other side and we've risen up from the darkness into the light, it's going to be like that feeling of being in love for the first time where everything seems so much brighter and sunnier. So hopefully you can remember what that feels like. Um, so just to end that, just say focus on what you do have, not on what you don't have. And then you'll get more of the good stuff and less, much less of the other. Okay, good news. Does anybody have any good news? Um, so I just read, and there's a lot flying around the internet, as we know. But I did read on BBC News, which I tend to trust, that Europe has reported much 
fewer pollutants. And the air quality over Europe is improving by the day since everybody's been staying home, staying home. So that's one good thing. Michael, you mentioned something. You had some good news too. Yeah, I was, uh, I have CBC on my radio in the car and, uh, the um, deputy minister was announcing today that they're not even the deputy. I think it was the health minister at British Columbia announced today that the um, the increase in rate of infection has gone from almost twenty five percent last week and has dropped down to eleven and changed this week. So half. So that's in Canada, though, right? That's in British Columbia. Oh, in British Columbia, well, that's British great. Columbia exclusively. Yeah. Well, thank you, British Columbians, for being good and staying home and following the rules because that's what's created this. And, then, and the pots and pans at 7 p.m. for the frontline workers. That's pretty cool, too. Yeah, everybody coming out. I wish I was somewhere where I could do that, but I'm sending them my love and my prayers every single day on these lives and just white lighting them all the time so that they, they, you know, really are my heroes. They really are my heroes, so thank you. Um, yeah, the earth is healing, Deb, absolutely. The birds singing, the, the dolphins swimming again, there's all kinds of good signs. And you know how quickly that happened. We've only been quarantined really for about a month now. Well, more than I fully for two weeks. Um, we're not seeing anybody or anything. Uh, and so, yeah, that's how quickly the earth can heal. And so can we. So can we. My, my vision of this thing was that it would end suddenly. So I want to share with you another tool uh, for gratitude. So some of you may have read a book called The Hidden Messages in Water. And it was written by Dr. Dr. Asuro Emoto, a Japanese doctor who studied for years the effects of energy on water, our attitudes, our emotions. He put water in microwaves. He had people swear at it. He had people bless it. And these molecular pieces of water look like beautiful snowflakes if you spoke to them nicely. When you put them in a microwave, they didn't look so good. They looked like all scrunched up. If you think we're 90% water, and what he suggested was that whenever we're drinking or eating, uh, because of water in all our foods as well, that we say love and gratitude. Love and gratitude. It's a bit like grace, but even when I'm drinking my glass of wine at night, I'm definitely saying love and gratitude. And I feel that it changes the uh, molecular structure of the liquid that I'm drinking or the food that I'm eating, but it also increases the frequency so that as it goes into my body, if it's of a higher frequency, it's healing me as well. It's adding to my higher frequency. So just think, that if we all did that and we raised our frequency so much, we would raise our frequency above this virus because we know that this virus is one of fear, which has driven us into our homes, plus you know, plus the actual fact of it being contagious. But it's about a lot about fear. So if we rise above it, to me, that's going to improve our immune system. So we're going to be in such a strong frequency that it will just go right by us. So I'm encouraging you all just to do that. Love and gratitude when you drink or eat something. And the book is just like this big. It's on Amazon. And it's a beautiful book. Lots of pictures of different molecules, uh, molecular structures of water. So that's something, that's a real tool you can use. And maybe if we all did that, this virus could be gone just like that. If we got everybody on that high frequency. Um, 
if anybody else has got any more good news to share, um, I want to say we the good news from this end is we have the power to pray, to meditate, to visualize, to intend. We don't need to go anywhere to do that. We can do that right where we are. It's free. It doesn't cost a thing. And to me, it's probably more impactful than fiber optics and emails. And, you know, you get into that higher frequency and you broadcast that from that place to everybody you know and send healing out to anybody that you know might be feeling afraid or is alone. Um, you know, I would not like to be alone during these times. So uh, reaching out for the phone call as well. Um, Gary's saying the humility and awakening within people's souls that will result from this great global teaching challenge will save more lives. I'm going to say in the long run, is that what he's saying, Michael? Yeah, than are taken during this challenge. Love is within this challenge and long-term greater soul growing love will be obtained by so many. And for this, I am grateful. Thank, Thank you, Gary. Thank you for, for mentioning that. Um, so I think we're all on the same page here. We know that this is, um, while it's uh, not a good thing, it's it's not a bad thing either. So what are your unexpected gifts from this? So um, I was surprised by um, how I loved the quiet outside, how I didn't know how the noise, there was like white noise outside that I wasn't even aware of. And when we all stopped, um, how quiet it was and I loved that and I loved when I went outside for my walks that the air was sweeter so what are your unexpected gifts maybe you're having a new connection with um, your spouse or your children it's an opportunity to really uh, face ourselves and as I was saying to somebody this morning it's an opportunity to meet our demons uh, I've done that in my past and being alone is a great way to do that. It's not a bad thing at all. Uh, there are no accidents. We'll find ourselves where we're meant to be at this time and whoever we are meant to be with. So the universe is working in divine right order for that. And the gifts that you do get and you, and you receive unexpected ones, you can say thank you. Uh, so I'm, I'm so grateful for the birds like depths that I can hear them right now. And they're probably going to get louder and louder. Um, the other one that I'm, I'm grateful for is having time. Um, I'm not quite as busy as I normally am running here, there and everywhere because there's, you know, everybody's, everything's shut down. So I'm still working away, but I feel like I could do it in a more relaxed way. And it's like, oh, if somebody wants an extra 10 minutes on the phone. Okay. That's good. Or maybe I'll even get to read a book. And Gary has written a beautiful book called The Five ways of the wisdom warrior and um he said he'd share it with me before it goes to publishing so hopefully i'll have time to read that gary um yes deb so the act of surrendering thank you because uh, i don't know if you were listening when i was talking about being libya with a flight attendant there was a recession going on in the uk and i was offered this contract and i was in libya with 19 of my colleagues from my old airline that had gone bankrupt and we were just stuck together there's no tv no coffee no alcohol nowhere to go and i just went oh my god i can't do anything i have to surrender and it was one of the most beautiful times of my life because there were no decisions to be made so 
giving into this and saying, oh, well, I don't have to make the decision right now. I can stay home. I can just relax. I can sleep in. I can bake cookies. Uh, I can do yoga on the living room floor, whatever it is. Uh, do what you can, but know that you've got no control. This thing is much bigger than any of us, including the governments. And that's what I love about this. We're all in this together. It's a level playing field. So you may as well just surrender. Let go and let God, as I sometimes say. Peter, uh, I'm really grateful for having this wonderful opportunity to work on the house and also to work on myself. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, all those uh, husbands who start, or wives who started projects, uh, my husband's looking at our closet now and saying, right, I'm going to tackle that one now. So we're going to have a great sense of completion at the end of this, feeling very good, like we're ending an old cycle. And when you end an old cycle, you want to finish uh, or resolve unresolved stuff. So that's unfinished projects. That might be a relationship that you uh, need to say I'm sorry to, or it still doesn't feel quite done. Something hasn't been expressed. You may want to write a letter to that person or an email. Maybe it's not the right time. Maybe there's still anger and emotion in it. Maybe give it a little bit of time, wait for the right moment. You will know that with your intuition if you're listening to your intuition. Um, so there's lots of opportunity here for resolution and completion. And I think when we've all done that, um, not everybody in the same way, of course, is when we'll be let out. Mother Earth will be saying, okay, you've done the work now. You can go, you can go out now and play again. But of course, we will be changed. So how will we change? Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Um, do you think we're going to um, go back to using plastic as much? Do you think we're going to be as busy? Um, my thoughts about this are, I often say this to my clients, when we're um, getting a message from the universe, first it's a whisper in the ear. And sometimes if we're not listening to that first whisper, like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that, uh, then we're going to get a two by four over the head. So then it might be something like a car accident or a twisted ankle or uh, somebody slams the door in your face. And it's not about that person doing it to you. It's about the universe going, wake up, friend. Um, and then if you still don't listen to the two by four, you still suddenly say, no, I'm going to do this. It doesn't matter. I'm going to do this. Then you get a train wreck. And that's when it gets serious. So my sense about this event was, I don't know what the whisper was. I think we've been talking about the environment since 1989 when I did, I started doing, a, I initiated a paper, a collection of um, office paper from the downtown core in Vancouver. And actually Paperboard Industries took it and went with it. I didn't get any credit for that, but that's okay because it was happening. I think we've been talking about the environment for a long, long time now. That was the whisper. Then 9-11 came in, and I felt that was like a two-by-four over the head. Like, you know, this separation, it's not us and them. We're all together in this world. We need to come together. No haves and have-nots. And now the coronavirus for me, anyway, this is not, I'm saying this is right, but this is uh, my theory about this. This is our train wreck. So I'm hoping on the other side of this, God, if we don't get it now, we never will, and we deserve to be off this planet for good. So what's your thought about 
um, how our lifestyles are going to be different on the other side of this. I have a friend, uh, Angelia Little. She's in um, Nova Scotia. Uh, she, I met her when she was living in PEI, and we actually stayed in the attic of her barn, which was very exciting. It was beautiful. And love PEI, love Angelia. And she says that she felt very strongly guided now to grow vegetables and to teach others how to grow vegetables. She grew up surviving off the land. And I said, well, that's good. You'll probably never get cancer because you've got all that organic um, nutrition in your body. But how many of us know how to grow vegetables? I'm going to start asking Angelia um, about growing vegetables on my deck, even if it's just a few carrots, zucchini, and some potatoes or something. Um, my sense of when we come out the other side is, and not because there's not going to be enough food, but because we need to uh, replenish Mother Earth, we need to replenish ourselves and our immune systems, that a lot more of us will be using technology, not clustering so much in cities. We'll be going spreading out into the countryside, maybe more in a, a communal-type environment. So we have one big um, vegetable growing area for that cluster of families so that nobody will be starving and that we're going to be self-sufficient or have chickens and hens and goats and going back to the old ways more so that we can know that we'll never have to be uh, in this fear again of there not being enough food and rushing off to the supermarket and, and hoarding food so that some people don't have it. Um, Peter says people seem a lot more aware of those around them when shopping. A lot less folks walking around on their phones as they're focusing. Can you read the rest on of On their distancing. Page? On their distancing. Yes. Yes. And thank God that message finally got through. So um, my husband did go out this morning. He had to go to the pharmacy and get me my, my uh, thyroid bells. And then he went to the post office. And so we brought that stuff home, put it in a plastic bag, and he stuck it in a room. Because we did her hear yesterday from a doctor in the U.S. that, you know, the virus does live on things for a day and some method services for nine days. Um, so to stash it in the garage or on, out on the deck or somewhere in a cupboard so you don't touch it. So then you bring it in after the day if you can do that. And then wash it very clearly. Wash it with soap and water, vegetables, packaging, everything. Um, and then making sure that you either throw those gloves away or you sanitize those gloves. That's very, very important because obviously you're touching things again. Um, Melody McMillan came on yesterday and um, I didn't have time before doing this broadcast but she wanted to correct me on something and I said yes we do sanitize the gloves but I wanted to make that clear to you and the masks I don't know about the masks different stories but um, in the event of not being sure just really be, be careful so um, my sense about us how we will change we won't take each other so much for granted um, I won't make, wait to make that phone call saying I'm too busy. That will be my lesson. Um, I've always been, because I was a post-war, post-Second World War, not First World War people, uh, post-Second World War baby, uh, that we grew up really appreciating every single little thing, never throwing anything out, because you never knew what you could uh, use it for again. And I remember coming to Canada 35 years ago and being shocked 
at how wasteful this society was. And I'm like, don't throw that out, don't throw that out. So I think we're going to get back to that because our consumerism is off the charts and we need to recycle everything and be very, very aware of that. And I'm hoping that we're going to ban plastic packaging. It doesn't, we need to get our cloth bags and put those things directly in there. And um, even take out cups, take your own cup to Starbucks if we ever get back to that place of um, doing the takeout coffee, not sitting down with each other and just not watching so much. So my question to you, is the uh, coronavirus a gift or a curse? And I will often say to my clients, uh, you had this thing happen to you, which you might think of as a curse. I used to think that way for years. I used to think that my psychic ability was a curse. Um, but really, there's always a gift with that event. So I want to turn it around, actually, and say, yes, it is a curse definitely for those people who are suffering right now. And we're sending light out to all those people that are suffering. They're in the curse stage. And you might think, you might think that being home alone with your children is a curse or with your spouse. Uh, but there's going to be a beautiful gift that comes out of this. And whenever anything happens to me, straight away, I will say, okay, universe, show me what the gift is here. And even before I get the gift, I will get a message about what the gift might be. So then I'm open to receiving the gift, and then I receive the gift. And then the event becomes, instead of a curse, it's become, become just an event to teach me a lesson or to make me aware of something. So everything that happens, I go, okay, well, I bang my elbow. Uh, what was I meant to learn from that? Because that hurt. Maybe I'm not paying enough attention. Why would I think that I need to hurt myself? I don't deserve that because I love myself. I'm working on that. So um, what's your curse at this time? And what's your gift? What's your negative? And what's your positive? And, you know, it, it really helps us get over things and get through things much faster if while we're even in the curse stage, if we can see the gift. So I don't know if that's clear to you. Everything's a double-edged sword. There's dark and light and everything. And somebody once said to me, there needs to be dark so we can see the light. And then I heard from Jose um, Fernandez recently. He's a, an amazing artist who does fantastic work after having his near-death experience. His art literally vibrates and heals people as they look at it. And he pointed out to me that artists start with a black canvas. And I thought, how interesting is that? Because we start with a curse and we end up with the vibrant colors and frequency of the light. So there you go. Just keep looking for the gift. Does anybody want to share their gift or their curse at this time? Anybody? There is nothing posted yet. Okay. Um, so let's talk about future gratitude. Uh, future gratitude is, the, for those of you who understand quantum physics, we know that past, present, and future are actually all one. You know, we make up this time um, kind of space. Time is space to me, actually. We make up this time regulation. I think so we can organize things. But like I say, if I'm in future gratitude, I'm, having a, I'm creating a memory in the future that I can bring back to me now. And right now, my future memory is when we all come out of our hiding places 
uh, and we're having big parties in the streets. Music's playing, we're dancing, everybody's bringing a big feast out, setting up tables, the children are out playing, rolling in the grass, and maybe we're dancing to steel drum music or whatever music we like, and we're just celebrating. We're celebrating each other, we're celebrating having survived it, we're celebrating our, our upliftment, our new frequency, and our new set of values. So what's your vision of the future? And then these doctors and nurses should all get medals. They should all get medals. They should all be acknowledged for the sacrifices they've made and the work that they've done. So God bless them once again. So uh, what do you want your outcome to be of this experience? Um, it's a historic time, as we know. Um, do you want to... Um, Make sure that you're protecting others and really following the rules. Uh, I think staying away from the grandkids, I know it feels hard and we're not do we're doing that. We're just doing FaceTime right now, but we just want to make sure that we're not infecting them, they're not infecting us, we don't know it's time. Um, we're just being very, very careful, erring on the side of caution. Uh, will you survive it? Of course you will, if you're in this higher frequency. You want to be here if you have work to do you're going to be here if you want to leave you know that's fine too uh deb says my gift i'm starting a non-profit that will help people in times like this in the future how beautiful is that deb uh let me know what that is maybe we can support you in that and get people uh lined up to donate to that as well and maybe it's not just donating money maybe it's time or maybe it's things maybe it's talents We've all got so much to share and give. One of the other things I see about the outcome of this being is we're we'll be going to be doing a lot more bartering, not so much using money as a way of exchanging energy because that's all money is in the end. Uh, we'll, we'll be sharing our talents. Uh, will you write a masterpiece? Will you begin to paint? Will you change your career? A lot of people are unhappy in what they're doing at the moment. Um, so I think this is going to be a real aha moment of like, what do I really want to do with my life? What are, what are really my talents? What do I love to do? That's the key. Whatever you love to do, what is your bliss? Follow your bliss. I pull a daily card for myself from the Denise Lynn deck. Uh, my clients know it well because I use it all the time with them. And I'm going to be getting savoring pleasure, follow your bliss, uh, cultivating prosperity, showing planting seeds. Um, doesn't mean money necessarily, it just means prosperity, feeling abundant and, and being gratitude. Will you develop a different relationship with your spouse, your parents and your children? Will you do some forgiveness work and say, wow, we're in this together now, let's take this opportunity to really have a good talk about what went down. Uh, what do you need from me? How can I support you? How can I love you better? How can I love me better? And how can I ask for supporting what I need as well to be the best me I can be? So lots of opportunities. So thank you for all your input. I really appreciate that. Um, I asked on Wednesday, we're putting up a contest uh, to ask for the funniest joke or the best, most heartwarming story. And I'm going to decide next Wednesday, which is April 1st, Fool's Day, but it won't be April Fool's. And the prize is, could be a 15-minute uh, reading 
or one of my books, but I'd have to mail it to you. So, or you could collect it when this is over, up to you, but a uh, phone or online reading. So we did get a story from uh, Betty Cahill, and she said, you asked us to send us something funny or something heartfelt. So here goes. A couple of weeks ago, one of my co-workers, who was a single mum with three teenagers, came to work after payday and told me she went shopping for groceries. It can be quite a task as she doesn't have a car, so needless to say, she's limited to where she can go. It turns out every grocery store she went to had no meat, so she ended up having to buy frozen dinners. It broke my heart, so on my day off, I went to Costco and purchased a couple of packages of chicken and dropped them off before she got home from work, as I wanted to be anonymous. I guess I wasn't anonymous, as I thought, and she figured it out. She asked me if I liked asparagus, as she received quite a bunch from someone else, so I graciously accepted. This experience made my heart swell with love to know we were all coming together in such beautiful ways. Okay. So I'm sure a lot of that is going on. Uh, just been asking everybody, if you bring anything to the house, please sanitize it. Possible, put it out somewhere else for, for a little while. Because as we know, this virus is really about touching right now. So we've got to be especially aware of that. And I did get a joke from Melody McMillan, and it's been going around, and it's to do with completion. And I'm not very good at doing a drunken person, so I'm just going to kind of give you the joke, and I hope I don't crucify it. So it says, I heard a doctor on TV saying, at this time of coronavirus, staying at home, we should focus on inner peace. To achieve these, we should always finish things we start, and we could all use more calm in our lives. I looked through my house to find things I started and hadn't finished. So I finished off a bottle of Merlot, a bottle of Chardonnay, and a bottle of Baileys. Then the bottle of rum, and then you have a Valium subscriptions and a box of chocolates. You have no idea how freaking fabulous I feel right now. So I hope I didn't crucify it. But you get the idea. It's about completion and resolving, uh, making peace with yourself, with the people in your life, or your relationships. Because it's not, and I'm not talking about death now, but, you know, when people get to the end, it's not when or how you go. It's how you're feeling about yourself as you go. So if you're at peace with all your peeps in your life, that's a very good place to be. So if everybody's um, wanting to do a guided meditation on gratitude, what Michael is able to do, aren't you, Michael, is able to pull these meditations off here and have a separate link. Yeah, what I'll be able to do is pull out an MP3, an audio file for you. Natasha, okay. I'll email that to you. Thank you. So if anybody wants this gratitude meditation separately from the talk, just send me an email, natasha at natashawoswood.com, and um, I'll, I'll mail it to you, as well as the jokes and the stories. So if you're um, ready to do this guided meditation, again, just ask you to close your eyes. Take a nice deep breath in through the nose and exhale through the mouth. And going as deep as you can with the following breath. And this time when you're inhaling, inhaling that beautiful feeling of gratitude for all the abundance that you have in your life at this time. And then exhaling anything, any tensions or any feelings of fear or anxiety 
that you don't want in your body and just putting that into your virtual crystal bowl that's hovering just above your lap. Take a nice deep breath in through the nose again. Inhaling gratitude, exhaling anything of a lower frequency and just re relaxing your whole body from head to foot. And imagining now this feeling of gratitude is like a heart in your heart center, right in the center of the brain of your body, your beautiful, loving heart. And as you see that heart, it might be a beautiful white gold heart or a heart of many colors that represents the love that you have for yourself. Being grateful for who you are, a spark of the divine, all your beauty, all your gifts, all your talents, all your humanity and empathy at this time, all your generosity, all your courage, your wisdom, and everything that you have to share with other human beings to help us all get through this challenging time. And as you continue to breathe in, with every breath, you're expanding this heart and it's getting bigger and bigger. As you breathe in your intelligence and your high frequency of love and gratitude, your heart expands more and more. And now this light is just spilling out over the outside of your physical heart into your physical body, lifting the frequency of your body to a state of love, excitement, gratitude, acknowledgement, strength, humility, and surrender at the same time. And now another deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. This light expands even more and spills out over the edges of your physical body into your aura, filling your whole aura with this beautiful feeling of strength and love and gratitude for all that is in the world, for all your friends and family and people and all the people that love you that you don't even know love you. Feeling so connected to all of humanity, sending this light out now everybody on the planet. Being grateful to everybody that's here on this planet at this time and sending that gratitude for healing of all souls, for strength for all souls, for lifting everybody's frequency up now so we can instantly heal everybody in the world. That we're all in this level playing field of being able to rise up seeing the smiles on people's faces, seeing the relief, seeing the gratitude, seeing the love and the forgiveness, all the forgiveness that's just melting people's hearts from being hard and crusty into being soft and melted. Just everybody forgiving everybody else and themselves for any transgressions so we can leave this lower energy behind now and move into a bright new world that is nice and clean and full of love and support for every soul on this planet. One more deep breath in and just drawing this light around the actual glow and sending out maybe sparks and lights and fireworks, letting the other beings in the other parts of the universe knowing that we're working 
on healing ourselves so we don't infect the universe. And now bringing this light back, having sent it out, sent out the message of healing, love and light, bringing it back, bringing it back into your aura and then your body, and then bringing it back down into your heart again, knowing that this beautiful heart of colors is always sitting there in your heart and you can expand and contract this at any time you want to pray and meditate. And just letting this light sit there for a while and be with that light of love within yourself, for yourself. When you're ready, take a nice deep breath and just come back fully into your physical body and become present and open your eyes. Amen, so be it, and so it is. So, Michael, did I miss anything out today, or are we good? Susie Bruce says, I'm grateful for my happy, healthy attitude, my fun sense of humor, my fun dancing music playlist, giving and receiving love. In all, in all forms, peace and calm from within, downtime for a bigger energy reset. Isn't that beautiful, Susie? Mm -hmm. I love you too. I love your fun sense. So um, thank you for coming on today and contributing all your comments. And um, we'll just keep this going. And as I say, everything will be on YouTube. If you can't make it on Facebook, I understand if you can't make it every day at 3.30. Totally with you. We're being bombarded right now. So it's an offering. If it's there, if it helps you. If it doesn't, just turn me off. Okay. But I love you all. And thank you for being you uh, and being awake. Amen. Have a great weekend. And I'll see you next week. Ta-ta for now.